Welcome to Imperfection in Progress, a podcast for ambitious women who are people pleasers, perfectionists, or procrastinators. Want to feel less stress and more joy in your life? Then this is for you. I'm your host, Don Calvin. Today, I am joined by Marga Odahowski, a corporate trainer and well-being guru armed with a master's degree in counseling education. Marga shares skills to help you move through work and life's challenges with ease, humor, and grace. A national presenter, Marga shares ideas from her work as an executive coach with BetterUp, a premier coaching company serving executives at NASA, Google, Hilton, Warner Media, and Snap Inc., and 24 years as assistant director for health promotion and the director of studies for the International Residential College at University of Virginia. Her programs and presentations specialize in helping organizations build future-mindedness and resiliency within their teams. Marga speaks to groups and organizations on the topic of wonder as it relates to future self, intuition, and creativity. She is currently working on a book on wonder. Her book, The Way of the Hammock, Designing Calm for a Busy Life by Hay House, can be found on Amazon. She lives near the Blue Ridge Mountains and enjoys pickleball, live music, and painting. You can check her out on her website at marga.com. I love how Marga shares such practical tools and resources to help you return to your values and go after your dreams. Here's our conversation. I'd like to welcome Marga Odahowski to the show, and I am really excited for the topic that we're talking about. But Marga, it is great to have you here. Thanks, Dawn. Thanks for inviting me. I'm excited to be here too. Can you tell us a little more about yourself and why it is that you do what you do? So, yeah, sure. I Right now I'm doing executive coaching and I go into, also I go into companies and organizations and share some well-being knowledge that I've learned along the way. And one of the things I've been super interested in the last year has been future-mindedness. So it's the science of prospection. And I've I've learned a few things around that that I love sharing with people. Okay, so right off the bat, tell us what that means when you say future-mindedness. Yeah, so future-mindedness is just the ability to have that forward future thinking and then to do something about it. And I think what happened in the last few years because there was so much uncertainty, people didn't, they kind of let it go of that, like future-mindedness, viewpoint, mindset, whatever. And they, everything was kind of just status quo, it's scary, and there was a lot of fear. And it was really hard for people, you know, with all the uncertainty to move forward. So I think having, not that this is new, but just kind of re-inviting it into your life is something super valuable right now and so yeah it's just the skill of being able to think about the future imagine it daydream it and then you know look at at the whole like the whole scenario but including obstacles and move through it so i've definitely seen this in the women that i work with where they have before kind of the whole pandemic before that they were very you know, driven, excited about what they were doing. A lot of them are entrepreneurs, so very, you know, dedicated to to just something more, something more in what they felt that they really could put forward into the world. And I noticed through the last couple of years how many of them have either dropped off and t- 
totally let go of that that job that they were creating and that vision that they had, or they have really backed off and gone into a more comfortable space where I don't see them really pushing for anything. They're kind of dabbling here, dabbling there, but there's not that bigger vision that used to be there where they were excited about what they could become, what they could create, what they could serve, how they could serve other women. And is that what you're talking about? That kind of feel? Yeah, it's definitely that feeling. I really appreciate what you said about what you're seeing, because I think that's what has been happening the last couple of years. People are just staying safe and want to just kind of stay at home. And it's so funny because people went remote and now they don't want to go back to work. But because that's a little more challenging, right? Connecting with people and and things like that, all all the different challenges that that brings, but it also brings a lot of opportunities, right? And synchronicities, you know, you can't get all that if you're sitting at home by yourself. So when, when we're feeling that way, when we're feeling like, you know, we've come to that safer space maybe, or what we perceive that to be, or we feel like we, we're not up for the challenge or we're maybe feeling more intimidated. And again, that's where I see like the procrastination, the perfectionism, not willing to get out there and do it as is. What can we do to start moving our minds towards that again? I really love to see people connect with their strengths and their values. So I think the first thing is kind of revisiting your values and looking at your strengths. And there's definitely some tools out there that can help you look at values and look at strengths. So the Strength Finder is a free tool at a positive psychology website, and there's a lot of value exercises out there. So I think reconnecting, revisiting those, basically taking time for reflection and introspection and and reconnecting with that, and then reconnecting with like a wish, you know, a, a dream that you had. And just kind of imagining that, spending some time in imagination of what would that be like and how how that would feel for you and how that would feel for those around you and how you would serve in that way. So it, it a lot of it is reconnecting. I think one of the first things I like to do besides taking some time to do that values, the strengths and like the daydreaming about the wish to start kind of slow there's a a nice easy exercise in positive psychology and it's really asking yourself every day what went well today and like what are the three things that went well today and actually writing them down is super helpful and what that does is it primes you for then the next day to think about like what you're going to do and it really builds that muscle of agency like you realize the things that went well today you had some input in it and agency right so it really starts to slowly build that muscle of participating and seeing how you affect your life and the things that went well and usually after doing that for a week or so i think that helps build that muscle you don't necessarily need to do it forever but it's a nice introduction into that feeling of um, that you have an effect on your world and the results. I like that you use the word participating 
because one of the things I say to my ladies is when you're going through life, if you feel like you're on the hamster wheel, if you feel like day in, day out, you're just doing the same old things and then the next day comes and then a week goes by and then a month goes by and that thing that you maybe wanted to achieve or that goal that you had out there or that dream that you have just seems like it's still the same distance because you've never really taken the steps to head towards it. And it can feel like you're literally watching your life go by. And so I think when you say participation, that interests me because that's the part where I feel like sometimes we feel like we aren't actually an active participant in our own lives. Yeah. And I think if you kind of shift in that way, then you can shift in just in everyday life in in such subtle ways, but they make huge differences, right? So I remember hearing somebody say, I can't remember his name right now, but he, he was just saying how he just wakes up and, and he's in his 80s and he's like, I'm going to make it a great day and just has like such, you know, intention, right? And he does, you don't have to know how you're going to make it a great day. But if you have that intention um, and energy, then when you move through your day, you're going to probably connect with people in a way that's going to like bring a smile to their face or you're going to open the door for somebody or, you know, something you're going to serve and help in some way. So I think there's not a lot of whole lot of extra stuff we have to do other than just make that shift, that mindset shift of how do we participate. And so just, yeah, simply saying, I'm going to make it a great day. You don't have to know how you're going to do it. But if you have that intention, there's going to be opportunities for you to, to make a great day. Yeah. And I mean, who doesn't want to live a life that feels good every day and feels exciting to be a part of? And so I think you're, you're absolutely right. A question I have for you is, do you see fear as a part of what's holding people back for this? Are you frustrated in your coaching business? Struggling to find consistent clients? Uncomfortable doing marketing? Feel like you're all over the place putting in hours of work but seeing no results? Here's your solution. Tune into the Coach Up podcast. The Coach Up podcast spotlights coaches who have built their coaching businesses to six and seven figures. Yeah, definitely fear. So there like two exercises that I definitely want to share today. It's a little more involved and it relates to the fear factor for sure. So this one is from the science of motivation and it's from, it's, it's called WHOOP. W-O-O-P. Have you heard of it before? No. Okay. It's social scientist Gabrielle Otengen wrote a book about it. I think her book is kind of like, oh, I can't remember, but it's kind of beyond positive thinking. But I love WHOOP. So let me tell you what it stands for. The website is WHOOP Your Life, W-O-O-P, Your Life. But W stands for wish. What's your wish? What do you really want? What do you, you know, what can you daydream about? Like, how can you imagine it? What would it all be like? Okay. Then the first O is what's the outcome? So if this wish came true and all these things that you just thought about came true, what, how, what would that be like? How would that affect other people? How would that affect you, your community, all the things? Now this, the second O addresses kind of the fears. So the second O is the obstacles. What are the things getting in my way? What are the obstacles? What are the internal obstacles like fear? And what are the external obstacles? 
And so then P, the last one, is plan. What is my plan for those obstacles? So I think a lot of times we work on the goal, but we don't address the internal or external obstacles and that we never get anywhere or we just don't work on the goal at all. So I, I think there's a lot of brilliance in this simple W-O-O-P, whoop, because I remember when I used to work in alcohol and drug rehab, we used to do relapse rehearsals with patients. And it was like, okay, you're gonna face this situation in real life. What are you gonna do? You know, this obstacle, what are you gonna do for your recovery? And, and so addressing those things from the get-go can be like amazing. And so what is, it's not supposed to take a long time. It's supposed to take like five minutes to run through. It could be a daily practice. I have friends that do it daily. It could be a weekly practice. It kind of keeps you on track of, you know, what obstacle came up this week? How can I address it? So, yeah, I'm super excited about Whoop. It's been around for over 20 years, and they've used it with all kinds of people, children, military, you know, in addictions, all kinds of different situations and different age groups. It has been highly effective. And I love the simplicity of it. Yeah, it's always great when there's an anagram, too, to help you remember the steps to go through something. I know, I know. Yeah, so I think, and you know, starting with the smaller obstacles, you just start releasing them. I like this because I deal with procrastination a lot when I'm talking to my my women entrepreneurs. And I think this is a nice one to be able to use as a tool as well, because it's getting you past that bit of fear of actually getting started because you get to see the outcome and, and the results, but at the same time, do that preventative care for those obstacles. So that is great. Yeah, it is great. It's really a great tool. And they have a great website and they have an app as well. So, and they have handouts and all kinds of information. So it's, they have a beautiful, you know, website based on research. It's a great tool out there. That's fantastic. I'll put that resource in the show notes just for anybody that's looking for it. That'll be helpful. Awesome. Awesome. So tell me in your own life, as you're working with, whether it's corporate or whichever, what do you see when it comes to this whole idea of looking at the future, gaining that excitement again, that dream of whatever it is you want to accomplish? What are you seeing as you're working with people as far as change and and seeing actual results? What happens? That is a good question. I think Everybody is unique and different. So I don't have one thing that comes to mind, but I feel like once people have taken some time for reflection, have really focused on an intention and are willing to walk through those obstacles, that they have great results. They have to change their behavior in some way. Um, but I think they they overcome the fears and they just have a greater sense of flourishing, really. And and then things start to happen. So it's it gets to be really exciting, I think, for a lot of people as they move through. Yeah, move through a process, move move towards something. 
And it's really investing in your future self and it's befriending your future self, becoming a partner with your future self. And so it's kind of like walking hand in hand in your future self. Yeah. So over the last couple of months on the podcast, we've talked a lot about starting to lean into what your gut is telling you. You're paying attention to your intuition, being aware that you don't necessarily have to force things to happen. And rather than just doing things because other people say you should or it's an expectation that we need to lean in more to what what are we saying to ourselves? Does this come into play here as well? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I think you get your wish from your intuition, right? You know, you take some time to reflect and what's my wish and Usually that's some kind of intuitive nudging of like, this is really your wish. This is really what you want. So I, I, I definitely think that's part of it. And I've, another like tool for cultivating your intuition is asking questions, right? And so just even in the process of what's my wish, you're going to get some answers coming up, right? And in asking, you know, what's the outcome? Again, I think your intuitive sense will speak to that way. So taking time for reflection and asking questions are are tools of intuition. And so really having that interior life and cultivating that relationship with your intuitive self, I think is really important. It's like spending time with your intuitive self and knowing what that feels like and how that information comes through. Yeah, I love that. One other thing I'd love to do or share with, with people is a process called Street Wisdom. So this is a website, streetwisdom.org, and it's based on mindfulness, neuroscience, intuition, basically. It's out of London. And it really kind of tuning into your senses through a mindfulness practice to start with and then asking a question. Let's say you have a question in your life that you need an answer for and then going for a walk down the street and seeing what emerges, like see what you're drawn to. Take note of that and you might even ask a stranger your question. So it's a fun little activity. I think it's fun for friends to do or couples. I take university students on this walking experience of street wisdom. And it, it brings you some like maybe insights you wouldn't necessarily think about, but I think there's signs and symbols everywhere. And we're just intuitively drawn to them. But now it's just being a little more intentional with that, but then also letting go at the same time, right? So kind of tuning in and then receiving. Hey there, fabulous female entrepreneurs. Are you ready to take your business game to the next level? Well, I've got some incredible news for you. Have you ever wondered what it's like to work with a business coach who's all about helping you let go of people-pleasing, perfectionism, and procrastination in order to achieve your personal and professional goals? Look no further, because I'm here to help you make your dreams a reality. Picture this, a free 30-minute strategy call together with me. Yep, you heard me right, totally free. It's your chance to tap into my years of expertise and get a taste of what it's like to have a committed and caring business coach by your side. I've had the honor of empowering many female entrepreneurs just like you. Whether you're starting from scratch, 
feeling a bit stuck, or aiming for the stars, I know the ins and outs of turning ambitions into achievements. Imagine having a mentor who's been there, done that, and is genuinely invested in your success. I've got your back, and I'm ready to share my proven strategies, insider tips, and unwavering support. But here's the catch. This opportunity won't last forever. So if you're serious about smashing your goals and want to experience what it's like to work with a business coach who's all about getting results in a way that is authentic and enjoyable for you, head over to www.pursueprogress.com slash podcast now and click on today's episode to go to the show notes and book your free strategy call. That's www.pursueprogress.com slash podcast, your gateway to claiming your free 30-minute strategy call. Seize this chance to unlock your potential, find your purpose, and embark on a journey of growth and success. All right, amazing listener, it's time to make your move. Visit www.pursueprogress.com slash podcast. Book your spot and get ready to take that first step toward your wildest dreams. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, I'm here to support you in your goals and dreams. Don't procrastinate. Book your strategy call now and let's make those dreams a reality together. I think if not every podcast, every other episode, it seems like I'm saying, you know, we need to tune in, we need to take time. So I think it's funny that here we are again, talking about taking that time. And if you're listening to this episode, then maybe this is for you. Maybe this is something to just call out to you to say, like, it actually is worth setting aside some time and making this an intentional place for you to find out what is it that's best for you? What is it that you are saying to you? What is it that deep inside you're wanting or what dreams are there or desires or or what is your gut telling you? And I think a lot of times we ask others, right? We ask others, what should I do? What do you think about this? But the reality is we really usually know at a gut level what it is we should be doing. Yeah. So that reminds me, I was at a entrepreneur business meeting in town and the format was a startup company was telling about their company and the audience was like gonna give helpful advice. And then the second speaker was a seasoned entrepreneur, successful entrepreneur, talking about their business and their crash and learn story, right? Well, this businessman, he was talking about his business, but then every once in a while he said, and then I checked in with my inner guidance. And then he talked more about his business. And then I checked in with my inner guidance. And then he talked more about his business. And then there was, you know, Q&A and I raised my hand. I'm like, I want to hear about your inner guidance. But he didn't, nobody called on me. So <laughs> anyway, afterwards, I sent him an email. Could we have tea? I'd love to hear about your inner guidance. We met for tea. We spent three hours talking. And he has a morning practice that he had learned when he was like in his 20s. He's probably like 45, 50 now. And, and he was a young entrepreneur and some business being gave him this, these questions to ask himself every morning before he started his day. I wrote down the questions. I'm going to read them to you. They're very similar to Woo. They're slightly different. But this is what he asks himself every morning. What should I focus on? What are the steps to achieve this? How can I cooperate with these steps? What belongs to me and what belongs to someone else? What's the whole thing? And then he talked about imagining, feeling, and seeing all the possibilities. What's useful for me to know? 
and what are all the possible outcomes. And he does that every morning and he could spare, like I'm reading it from a piece of paper here, but he he had it memorized. I'm taking notes at this little tea party that we're having. <laughs> Emailing later, did I get the questions right? But he had been doing this for, I don't know, 20 some years. And he said it reduced the level of stress in his life, brought more joy, more clarity because he was connecting every morning. And I just call that the ask, listen, do process. It's like free to anyone. He doesn't like sell it or anything. He just passes it on to other people. Like it was passed on to him. I love this. I can see how, again, this also helps step out of the hamster wheel because you're actually checking in each day rather than just getting up and starting forward without really any clarity or thought. Exactly, because maybe you check in and it says, I need to spend time with my kid today versus I have to go and get on the hamster wheel and do, you know, this thing because society says I have to do it or I told myself I have to do it or whatever. Yeah, it's it's definitely checking in and then, you know, taking some action. So the one thing I ask every guest that comes on the show is which of the three P's do you most relate to? People-pleasing, perfectionism, or procrastination? I learned at some point in my career, I was a perfectionist and I was shocked. (laughs) And yeah, that's the one I relate to most. And and definitely now that I'm more aware of it, I I notice it. So I'm working on a, a second book and I I decided I'm just going to write it badly. <laughs> so that helps me get over the perfectionist thing. I'm like, because otherwise I'll sit down, I'm not going to write it at all. But if I write it badly, I can write every day. Like, it doesn't matter. And then it gets done. <laughs> yes, yes, that's a whole done is better than perfect. I love it. Yeah, yeah. If listeners want to connect with you, what is the best place to find you? So they can find me at marga.com, just using my first name. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. So any of those. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being here today and for sharing with us. I so appreciate what you had to share. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me, Dawn. I appreciate you. and I appreciate this opportunity. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you found value in what you heard, please share it with a friend and rate and review us on whatever platform you listen on. It really helps get us out to other women who could benefit from listening. Check out our show notes for details from the show and to connect with me or our guests. Want to continue the conversation? My website is pursueprogress.com or DM me at pursueprogresswithdawn on Instagram. Until next week, pursue progress no matter how imperfectly.